What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Between the Lines Sports Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about NFL Week 6 recap. We're going to go over the games, our picks, um, and then we're going to get into some of the – might talk a little baseball, and then we're going to do NFL Week 7 uh, games, talk about them, and do our picks for those. Um, so first up in Week 6, we had the Texans versus the Titans. Um, that was a pretty good game for – some fans out there, um, it was definitely one that I thought would be closer than what it was. Um, Titans were favored by three. Um, I picked the Titans to win and to cover. You picked the Texans to win and cover, obviously. Um, so I got that one right. Was there anything you saw in that game? Yeah, the Texans should have won. Got up by seven with like two minutes to go, I think. Went for a couple of four downs, had a huge long drive to go up 36-29, and then instead of kicking the extra point to go up eight, they tried to go for two to end the game. They didn't get it. Left the Titans a chance. They drove down and made a had a really good drive, a big touchdown catch by A.J. Brown to tie it. They went to overtime, and then Titans won the coin toss and ended up winning the game because of it. But it was really competitive, a really good game. Um, I picked the t- Texans to win, and I thought they would. I just think that – the Texans are a bad matchup for the Titans, even though the Titans are probably one of the better teams in the league this year. Just They always struggle with the Texans, as was the case again this Saturday. But this year, I think they're a little better. They were able to find a way to win. So it was a really good game, and it could have gone either way. Yep, yep, I agree. Uh, and then next up, we had the Bengals versus the Colts. Colts were favored by seven and a half. Uh, we both picked the Colts to win, and we both picked the Bengals to cover. Um, this was one of those games that looked like the Bengals were really going to find a way to win. They got out to a good start and they were up 21 to nothing. And then, you know, just kind of went downhill from there. Um, they ended up losing, I think it was 31 to 28, right? 31, 27, I think. 27. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of it because Steelers played at one. So I was watching that for the majority, uh, was flipping back and forth with red zone, but, uh, it looked like Phillip Rivers started to get things clicking on offense with T.Y. Hilton. They were playing pretty well once they got down. Uh, so I'm not sure if Colts just got stuff clicking or if Bengals' defense was just lacking. And, you know, they stopped scoring as well. So that was a very surprising outcome after how it started. What would you think? Yeah, just one of those classic games in the NFL where the better team struggles early on. Uh, uh, the team, in this case the Bengals, that probably shouldn't be in the game, got off to a hot start got a turnover to increase their lead and got up 21, like you said. And then Colts started clicking on offense. Rivers was moving the ball well. Surprisingly, he was going to all his receivers, basically, except T.Y. Hilton. For some reason, they don't have that strong of a connection. But he was going to Pascal and some of those younger, new receivers that uh, are emerging for the Colts. So they moved the ball really well after that slow start and just found a way to pull it out in the end. It was more of a defensive battle in the second half. I think there was only like 13 total points in the second half. But the Colts found a way to win. Their defense really stepped up. Yeah, and then uh, next game we had was the Falcons versus the Vikings. Uh, we both had Vikings winning and covering the three-and-a-half points that they were favored by. Um, this was one of those games that was kind of either way. Uh, I liked Vikings at home, even without Dalvin Cook, but, you know, Falcons have put up a lot of points every game this year, uh, besides against Panthers last week. Um, but – and then Kirk Cousins is just kind of so hit or miss and so inconsistent that you really never know. But, you know, they've been throwing the ball pretty good with between uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. So I thought they would find a way to win and cover, but Vikings just kind of 
took control from the start of the game, and, you know, it went off from there. What do you think? Yeah, Falcons, uh, this is the classic, like, the game that makes Falcons fans so outraged and just why can't we do this every week? I mean, the Vikings, I mean, I know they're one in five, but, I mean, they've lost to the Seahawks. They've lost to uh, the Packers. I mean, they've lost to a lot of good teams. So, although they're one in five, I think they're a little better than that. Like you said, Cousins a little inconsistent. But the Falcons, this is what they can do when they're clicking on offense. I mean, 40 points. Julio had two touchdowns. Obviously, him being back and healthy was a was a big part of the day. But, I mean, they can just move the ball at will when they're on. So, it's kind of frustrating, like, to just be one and five after that performance. I mean, we know they blew the Cowboys game. They had the Panthers game at home. The Bears game at home, they blew. This is a team that could easily be like four and two or five and one. They just can't get consistent play from offense and defense can't get clutch stops. But when they put it all together, they're really dangerous. So I wasn't really shocked. Like we said on the preview show, I said, I'm not going to pick the Falcons until they prove me they can win. And this is the one they did. So they got a winnable game at home this week too. I mean, it's really not out of the realm of possibility that they could get back into a wild card hunt with a run because their offense is so dynamic. But I wasn't really surprised that they end up winning this game. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that division is. I think the Bucks uh, lead it at four and two. I think. Yeah, I think four and two. Yeah. So, uh, and then Panthers are three and three. Uh, Saints, I think, are Saints were off this past week, right? Yeah, I think they're three and two. Yeah, so so they're three and two, and then Falcons are one and five. One and five. So I mean, they're not out of it yet. Uh, you know, it's tough to make up that many games in the NFL, especially in that division. That one's always tough and competitive, but we'll see what happens. Uh, next game, we had the Washington football team versus the Giants. Giants were favored by three. Um, I had Washington covering and winning. You had the Giants covering and winning, and Giants won by one point. Um, there wasn't really too much of that game that I saw and pieces that I did. It wasn't I mean, they're two of the worst teams in the league, so it wasn't very anything to write home about. Is there anything you saw? Not really. I think pretty evenly matched at this point. Both teams trying to find their footing, playing young quarterbacks. In Washington's case, not really knowing who their quarterback is right now. Giants still trying to develop Daniel Jones. And then, I mean, the most noteworthy thing really was Redskins. Made it 20-19 to late in the game and then ended up trying to go for two instead of kicking the extra point and winning it in overtime. And they didn't convert. Their conversion really got stuffed on the – on the two-point play. So, that was really the biggest thing that stood out. But, I mean, both teams just trying to find their way right now. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that division is up for grabs and probably will be till week 16, to be honest with you, because, I mean, it's just it's just a shit show to be, to be real uh, frank with you. Yeah, I mean, both those teams are now only, like, one game or a half game out of first because – yeah, the Cowboys are like two and four, and then the Eagles are two, three, and one. So, or one, four, and one. Excuse me, because they lost again. So, yeah, I, th- I think it could really be up for grabs. Just, I think, uh, I think personally, I think the Eagles are going to find a way to win. They're playing a lot better uh, the past couple weeks, and with uh, Cowboys without Dak Prescott, that's going to hurt them for sure. So, I think the Eagles will find a way to win that division, but that division is in shambles right now, for sure. Uh, next game was the Browns versus the Steelers. Uh, Steelers were favored by three and a half. Uh, we both picked them to win and cover. Um, this one I honestly thought was going to be a lot closer. I liked our chances to win at home, uh, especially when Ben's playing, whether it's at home or in Cleveland. Uh, he's now 23-2-1 all-time against them, so if he's suiting up, I like our chances to win, uh, regardless of where it's at or the circumstances year by year. 
but you know, Steelers got out to a big lead to start. They scored a field goal first drive. Then they got the pick six on Cleveland's first possession on offense. So that was a real uh, momentum boost for us. We got out to a big uh, two-score lead very beginning of the game. So that was good to see. Uh, I think we played good. Browns kind of struggled. Uh, I'm not really sure what was going on. I know Baker was banged up a little bit from previous weeks, but it just kind of seemed like the Steelers had their number the whole day. What would you think? Yeah, I mean, Steelers dominated. Uh, Baker was obviously injured. He didn't play well. Steelers capitalized on his mistakes. And really wasn't much of a game from about the middle of the second quarter on. So it's crazy the Browns can play, put together some really good performances, but they just have struggled mightily against the Ravens and, and Steelers in the last few years. Or, sorry, the Browns have struggled mightily against the Ravens and Steelers the last few years, especially with Baker at quarterback. So. They're not going to be able to win that division or maybe even get a wild card spot until they can start hanging with them a little stronger because if you lose all four of those, I mean, they're going to be ahead of you. So, But, I mean, I still think they're a pretty solid team, can probably bounce back and maybe sneak in the playoffs with one of the wild card spots. But I just think that the Ravens and Steelers are still uh, ahead of them at this time. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it'll be either Ravens or Steelers that win the division with the other one getting a wild card for sure. But I, I could definitely see – uh, Browns getting a wild card. I think besides division play, they've got a pretty favorable schedule ahead of them. So we'll, we'll see how it shakes up. But um, next game was the Bears and Panthers. Panthers were favored by two and a half at home. Uh, they've been playing really good. This one really surprised me. Bears won this one um, by a touchdown. So I don't know. Bears, Bears are one of those teams that don't really look good. Uh, when you watch them, but, you know, they've won a lot of games. Uh, you know, Nick Foles is back there doing his thing. They finally, I think, figured that situation out for them. I think he could be there for a couple more years as long as he keeps playing good. Uh, but I definitely thought the Panthers were going to find a way to win. We both picked them to win and cover. So, uh, was there anything you saw in that game? Yeah, the the Browns are just, I mean, I mean the Bears, sorry, not Browns. The Bears are just, like, steady. They don't really make too many mistakes. Their defense is good enough to keep them in the games. Not they got foals out there. I mean, he just makes the right reads. He makes the right plays. He might not do anything spectacular, but I mean, he won a Super Bowl doing that. So, I think that they. I mean, five and one now. They got a chance to make the playoffs for sure. Um, they just. I think they're a solid squad. And I mean, the Panthers are solid too. But I probably just made a couple more mistakes. I think early in the game, Teddy Bridgewater threw a pick deep in their own territory, and that ended up being the difference because the Bears scored a touchdown there, and then they lost by seven. So. But I think both teams are pretty good. Uh, I just think the Bears may be a little ahead of them right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, then the next game was the Lions and Jaguars. Uh, Lions were favored by three and a half. You took Jaguars to win and cover, and I took the Lions to win and cover. The Lions ended up winning. Uh, the Jaguars have they've just looked bad, really, honestly, the past few weeks. Um, you know, they came out at the start of the season – looking like a competitive team that was going to win you know, quite a few games, and they've really just gone downhill since that first win. Uh, Lions pretty much handled their own the entire game and, you know, had the advantage the whole way. Was there anything you saw in that game? Um, not particularly. I didn't watch too much of this one. I know the Lions were up pretty big from the get-go. Jags are just surprising and underwhelming. I mean, they won their first game against the Colts, who look like they're going to be a playoff team, and then they haven't done anything since. Um, just, I don't know, inconsistency. Minshew struggles a little bit still. He's still a young quarterback, so he's got time, but they're just struggling right now. 
Yeah, and then uh, next one was the Jets at Dolphins. Dolphins were favored by eight and a half. Um, we both picked the Dolphins to win and cover, which no surprise they did twenty four nothing. I don't think the Dolphins are a great team, but it, I mean it kind of just shows you how bad the Jets are right now. Uh, I think they I was talking to a friend of mine who's a Jets fan. I was kind of on the same page as him, but he knows a little more about it than me because I don't really follow him like that. But uh, I think they need to clean house, and he thinks they're cleaning out the wrong people. Like, they're getting rid of – you know, they let Jamal Adams slip away. They let Le'Veon Bell slip away, which Le'Veon hasn't really gotten to do a whole lot. But, you know, the whole thing with them was they were missing an offensive line, so Darnold didn't have time, and, you know, running backs weren't able to do anything. So the plan was for them to get help at that position over the offseason. It just seems like they didn't do that. So – with Bell's run style, that's pretty much impossible for him to be effective. He needs a good line where he can be patient, let the blocks happen, and hit the holes. So uh, they've got a long way to go. I think they're going to have to clean house within, like, new head coach, new GM, uh, and kind of start from scratch and get some new guys in there and try to figure it out. But Dolphins look pretty good. Uh, you know, Fitzpatrick played a good first half and then not so good second half. Tua got some playing time, and they, uh, after I think he threw the ball three times or something like that, and he's going to be their starter this week, which kind of surprised me because Fitzpatrick has played pretty well so far this year. So uh, we'll see about that. Was there anything you saw in that game? Huh? No, I think the Dolphins are a little better than people thought. I think they're pretty solid at the receiver <laughs> position with some young guys. Gusecki at tight end. Defense is playing pretty strong, and, I mean, Fitzpatrick was playing well. I just think they're a little undervalued, and then I think the Jets are easily the worst team in the league this year for some of the reasons you discussed and just personnel. Yeah. And then the next game was the Packers versus Bucks. Uh, when we had it, when we discussed it, Packers were favored by one and a half. I think they actually ended up being favored by two, but it bounced back and forth between one and two uh, the whole week. Um I thought Packers were going to win and cover, and you picked the Bucks to win and cover. Bucks ended up winning. Uh, Packers just didn't seem to have it all day long. Rodgers didn't look too good, but he also didn't really have the time to throw. He threw a couple interceptions, uh, a couple pick sixes too, so that definitely hurt them. Uh, playing from behind, and they could just never really get going on offense. And you know, Bucks really didn't do too much on offense themselves. They had 14 free points based on the two pick sixes, but. Um, it was a very surprising outcome for me. What about you? Uh, I wasn't really surprised the Bucks won. I was surprised it was a blowout. But a big contributing factor was that uh, the Packers were up 10 nothing and had the ball back again. And then Rodgers throws a pick six, gets them back in the game. And then the very next play or either two plays later, there's another pick and gives Tampa Bay the ball at like the two after the run back. So, I mean, Green Bay looked like they were in control. The Packers, the, the uh, Bucks weren't even moving the ball at all. And then Rodgers' couple turnovers really seemed to change the game around and Gave the Bucks the momentum, and then from there it was over. I mean, the Bucks dominated after those two picks. So, I mean, not really surprised. Obviously, two of the better teams in the NFC. I think maybe that could be an NFC championship game later on in January. But um, wasn't really surprised with the outcome. Just surprised that it was a blowout like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the next one was the Rams versus the 49ers. Rams were favored by three and a half. You picked the Rams to win and cover. I picked the 49ers to win and cover. Um, 49ers ended up winning and, um, they look pretty good. Uh, Rams didn't look too bad, but, um, uh, they just kind of had, you know, a better day on the field. I think 
they started to get back in their groove uh, offensively, the 49ers. So uh, it was a good close game. It's kind of what I expected. I thought it would be a one-score game, but I thought the 49ers would cover uh, the three-and-a-half points and win. Just what a classic think? example of the NFL not being able to predict on week-to-week just being completely different. I mean, two weeks ago, you have the Eagles going out there and getting their only one of the season on Sunday night football. Then you have the Dolphins last week beating them by 26 at home, blowing them out. This week they face a Rams team who is four and 4-1 and hot, and they pretty much dominate the game from the get-go. I mean, the Rams were in it, got it to within a one-score game there in the fourth quarter, but – the 49ers pretty much dominated from the start. So, I mean, it's just the week-to-week grind of the NFL and a lot of good teams. I wasn't surprised, really. But um, just the NFC West has got some strong teams in it again this year. Obviously, spearheaded by the Seahawks, but then Rams and 49ers and Cardinals all look to be strong, too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, there very well could be three teams out of that division that make it to the playoffs. Uh, it's going to be – I don't know. The NFC is very strong. They've got some high-powered offenses between that one, uh, the NFC West, and the NFC North with the Packers and Lions and stuff. But so it's going to be fun to see who all makes the playoffs this year. But I would definitely bet that three come from that division. Yeah, I could say it. And then uh, next game was Chiefs at Bills. Uh, Chiefs were favored by three and a half when we first talked about it. I think it actually jumped up to five and a half. Uh, Chiefs ended up winning. We both picked them to win and cover. Um, it was a close game. I think I was really surprised that it was kind of low scoring. I know a lot of people uh, were looking at the over. The over was like 54 and a half points, I think, or 57, uh, one of those two. But uh, it was more of a defensive battle this game, which Bills have good defense. Chiefs, you know, more so known for their offense. But uh, it was a good game to watch and a lot closer and I kind of thought it would be. I thought Chiefs would win by two scores. Yeah, it's just kind of scary to see that the Chiefs can throw the ball so well, but then when the conditions are like that, like misty and cold, and they just can dominate the ground running mm-hmm. or dominate the game running the ball too. I mean, Edwards Alaire looks like yeah. one of the premier backs in the league already in his sixth game, 26 carries, I believe, for 161 yeah, I think yards. Yeah, he had like 100. Yeah, and now they're getting yards. belled this week. So, I mean, and that's you couple that with guys like Daryl Williams. Uh, that come off the bench for them and score a touchdown. I mean, they their offense, the rich just get richer. I mean, it's they can move the yeah. ball run and they can move the ball throwing, and their defense is actually pretty strong too if you take out that Raiders game. Um, yeah. It's scary. I, I mean, got to be one of the favorites in the, to win the Super Bowl again still. Yeah. Yeah, and with uh, Hilaire and Bell, the thing is they can both run the ball and they can both pretty much play receivers. So I wouldn't be surprised if they have a lot of packages where they're both out on the field. Uh, with one in the backfield and one out split out wide or both in the backfield, whatever the case yeah, may be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is going to be fun to watch. This offense is electric. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, the last game of the week was the Cardinals-Cowboys. Um, I didn't have the spread written down. It was pretty one. much a pick em by the time. It was like minus yeah, one. Yeah, I think it was minus one Cardinals, yeah, right? Yeah, and then it's flipped to minus one. Basically, it was a pick em, so either way. I mean, I don't remember who I picked. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and Cardinals ended up winning that game. Uh, it's never really close, kind of like the Packers and forty nine uh, Packers and Bucks game, same score, thirty eight ten. I think Cowboys are just kind of gonna have to figure it out with Andy Dalton. They couldn't really move the ball as well as they did with Dak, uh, and the Cardinals just looked good all day long, both sides of the ball. So, um, I think they both got some work to do because Cardinals are in a tough division. I think they're gonna have to win some division games to have a chance at making the playoffs. But I, I think they could do it if you know the play the way they should 
Uh, was there anything in that game that you saw? I mean, no, we were playing softball during this game. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I know that the Cardinals watching the highlights, the Cowboys, I think Zeke fumbled two, t- two possessions in a row in the first half, gave the Cardinals good field position. They capitalized. And, I mean, they just they never mm-hmm. looked back. I mean, the Cowboys have serious problems. You have McCarthy and players arguing in the media. You have Jerry Jones doesn't seem to be on the same page. I mean, it's just the same drama saga that has always been. And then they lose Dak, and I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball as well now. It just seems that they're going to struggle the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be tough for them to win some games, but they're definitely in the right division to be struggling right now. So uh, we'll see how it shakes up. But for that week, you went 7-7 and on picks straight up. I went 9-5. and And then with the spread, you went 8-7, and and I went 9-5. and Um, I don't have a total pick for us for the year, but I'll I'll do that before – Next week. All right, so week seven, uh, first game we have is Giants at Eagles. Uh, Eagles are favored by three and a half. Um, I think the Eagles are playing a lot better. And either way, I think they're a better team uh, than the Giants. I think the Giants are starting to get things clicking with Daniel Jones. But um, I like the Eagles with this one at home. How about you? Yeah, I like the Eagles too. I think they're playing a lot better. I mean, they've lost. The last two weeks, but they put up 29 against the Steelers, who have a good defense, and then they put up 28 at home against the Ravens, with that good defense too. So starting to click on offense, I think their defense will have a better t- time containing the Giants in this game, and I-, I like the Eagles to win by three and a half. All right, next one up is the Panthers at Saints. I think this will be a good one. Saints are actually favored by seven and a half at home. Uh, I think Saints will end up winning at home, but I think it'll be closer in the seven and a half. I think. Panthers will cover, but I like the Saints to win. Same, seven and a half number again in the NFL. I just don't like it. I think it's too much. I think so many of the games end in one possession, and the Panthers are playing pretty well. I don't think the Saints' defense is good enough or reliable enough to to make me think this will be a blowout or anything in that way, especially the way Bridgewater is commanding the offense, moving the ball pretty effectively. Mike Davis running the ball well. I like the Saints to win, but Panthers to cover. Yeah. That is crazy still. The Panthers are still playing as well as they are without McCaffrey. I think this will be the, the sixth week he's been out. I haven't heard that he's coming back. Uh, I think with the way that Mike Davis is playing, they're kind of taking their time and letting him get fully healthy, which is a good thing. So, um, But, yeah, seven and a half is just a lot, especially in that division with, you know, they're so hit or miss. The offenses are so hit or miss. But seven and a half in most games is a lot to, to cover anyway. Uh, next up, we got the Bills at Jets, which is basically the same thing. Just Jets have their stuff up instead of the Bills. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm thinking two different teams. I'm thinking Giants and Jets. But, yeah, but close enough. I think Bills have probably more fans anyway. Uh, Bills are favored by 13. I actually like the Bills to cover the 13, to be honest with you. Uh, I think they're a way better team. I think there's no way the Jets will be able to stop the Bills offense. Bills offense is clicking, and I don't see them – putting up many points, if any, against uh, the Bills' defense either. Yeah, I like Bills to win. I just, again, 13. I mean, even in a beating in the NFL, it can be nine to ten points, just a couple possessions. The Jets, I feel like they might, I mean, they're due to score some points some week. I don't think the Bills' defense is that strong. Just got ran through by the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs is a different animal, but. I just like the the Jets to maybe keep this one competitive for a little longer. I mean, I think the first week of the season they lost twenty seven seventeen. So I, I like I like Bills to win this one, but I like Jets to cover thirteen at home. Not saying it's going to be competitive or really even a close game, maybe a ten point game the entire way. I just like I like the Jets to maybe be a little more competitive, but Bills to win the game pretty easily. 
Okay. Uh, next up is Browns at Bengals. Browns are favored by three and a half. Um, this is one of those games. I, I I just don't know. I think the the Bengals have a really good offense with Burrow back there. They put up points in a lot of games. Uh, and then Browns just after a lot, this past week, it's kind of hard to to know. And with Baker's health in question, I'm not really sure. Um, oh man, it's a tough one. I like Bengals at home. I think. Uh, to win the game and cover. Bengals are playing better, but I like Browns to bounce back. I think they know they have to win this game to keep pace. Although they've struggled against Ravens and Steelers, they still do have both teams at home. So, I mean, if they could get to that with two to three losses, they could stay in the division race. I think that Bengals are definitely playing better. I like Burrow a lot. I like the weapons on the outside. Mixon's been playing better. But I just like the Browns, especially if Baker can get healthy enough to where he can play. I think they'll be able to move the ball in the Bengals like they did in the first game. And I, I just think the Browns are going to win this game, and I think they'll cover three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I can definitely see that too. Uh, it's just hard for me to pick them right now with without Baker's health in question and, you know, how they played this past week. But I, I could definitely see them having a bounce back week. But I think it'll be a good game. Um, and then the next game is the Cowboys at Washington. Um, the Cowboys are favored by one. I think I like Washington in this one uh, based on, you know, how the Cowboys played this past week. Uh, it's going to be tough for them to, you know, move the ball and win some games without Dak. Even though Andy Dalton's probably one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league, uh, I like Washington at home. Their defense is strong, and I think they're they're going to start getting stuff clicking on offense here soon. So I'm going to take Washington to win and cover. I would really like Washington if Haskins was playing. I don't. Yeah. I still don't understand that, but I don't know. This is a coin flip game that could go either way. It could be a one possession game. Could be a blowout for either team, depending on turnovers. I guess I'm going to take Washington at home. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the Packers at Texans. Packers are favored by three and a half. Um, I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be close. Um, I think had the Packers won this pack past week, I think I would actually take the Texans, but I think the Packers are going to come out kind of pissed off. I know Aaron Rodgers will, and I can see them putting up a lot of points on the scoreboard. Uh, so I'm going to take the Packers to win and cover. Yeah, I don't think either team's defense is very good, but I do think the Packers are moving the ball more consistently on offense. You can take last week out of the equation, just a bad game, but I think that it would probably be high scoring. Probably will be a one-possession game, but I guess I'm going to take Packers to cover and to win the game. Okay. And then we have the Lions at Falcons. Falcons are favored by two and a half. Uh, Falcons have put up a lot of points. Lions are also putting up a lot of points, but they've been very inconsistent. Um, so I think I'm going to take Falcons at home to win and cover the two and a half. Yeah, I like Falcons to win and cover two. I think they they might get on a little roll here. I think like we, I've talked about many weeks, uh, the Falcons offense is electric, especially with Julio back healthy. You got Ridley on the outside as another go-to guy. You have Hurst. Now he's emerging across the middle. Gurley's been playing well. You got Brian mm-hmm. Hill, who's a pretty solid uh, backup to Gurley. I just, I like their weapons on offense. I think their defense maybe figured some things out last week. I know Dalvin Cook was out for the Vikings, but it was still their best performance of the year by far. I just, yeah, sure. I like the Falcons maybe get going and get on a little roll like we talked about earlier. I think the Falcons will win this game maybe by a couple scores. Yeah. Yeah, their offense has been rolling, but they've just had such a lack of defense. And if they had, you know, somewhat of a pulse on defense, they could be uh, with just one or two losses, I think, with, you know, as close as some of their games have been. Um, next up, we got Steelers at Titans. This is a game that was supposed to be played in week four. 
uh, got moved to week seven due to Titans having multiple people in their uh, facilities test positive for COVID. Um, both teams are five and zero. I think it's going to be a real competitive, uh, somewhat close game. I think it's going to be close through the third quarter. But I think uh, I think Steelers will end up winning by at least a touchdown. Um, I think we got the better defense. Our offense is clicking. Uh, Chase Claypool has been playing outstanding for a rookie. He's really uh, brought a new dynamic to our offense. We're getting Deontay Johnson back this week. James Conner has looked good. Ben's looked good. Defense has looked outstanding. So I think as long as the defense plays good and shows up, uh, we're allowing opposing running backs an average of 66 yards a game. And we faced Saquon, Miles Sanders. Um, who else did we play? Uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, you know, some, some Melvin Gordon, some top running backs in the league. And, you know, we've been able to hold them to a really low rushing total. So I like our chances to win this game and to cover the two points that we're favored by. With all due respect, none of those backs are Derrick Henry. But well, yeah, I know that. Uh, but still, no, I'm just giving you a hard time, chill, chill. Don't get Steelers mad. Yeah, I also told uh, our, our buddy on uh, social media today because he was talking about this is going to be a good game. But I told him this wouldn't be the first time that we allow you know, a bigger name running back and a bigger running back to just go off on us. We let Leonard Fournette do it twice in one year. He went for 200-something and then, like, 180-something against us. So, I mean, it definitely wouldn't surprise me. I told him that I'd be happy holding Derrick Henry under 150 yards and less than two touchdowns. So, if we can do that, I'll be happy. Yeah, like you said, I mean, both these two, two of the probably top five teams in the league this year for sure. I think both teams are strong. Both teams are playing really well. I mean, I just – I don't know. It's a really a toss-up. I could see either team winning wouldn't be surprised either way. I just think that um, – I don't know. I just think that Derrick Henry's a load. I think if they could get a lead, maybe they can lean on him. I don't know. I just – I think not just to make you mad, but I just think the Titans are no, going to win No, I want you game. to pick who you want to pick. So, you got Titans? Yeah, Titans to win. I mean, one-point spread. It couldn't really get any closer. I think if it was at home, Steelers would probably only be favored by two and a half or three. I think this is about as equally matched and maybe – if somebody could knock off the Chiefs, this could be an AFC Championship game. I don't know. I could see any of the, any combination of those three teams and the Ravens making it all the way. I mean, I think those are the four best teams in the AFC. So, getting to see a yeah. couple of them play early is good. I, I just think the Titans at home maybe find a way to on a field goal or something. But, like I said, wouldn't be surprised if Steelers won too. I just think the Titans will at home. Okay. Uh, next up, we got the Seahawks at Cardinals. Seahawks are favored by three and a half. Um I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Seahawks are going to jump out to a good lead, and Cardinals are going to kind of have to play catch-up. Um, Seahawks haven't really showed that they have, you know, a really great defense, and they've uh, allowed a lot of points. So I think the Cardinals will find a way to score, and I think the Seahawks will just outscore them at the end of the day. But uh, I'm going to take Seahawks to cover and win the game. Yeah, I think Seahawks winning cover too. I just don't see, especially coming off a of bye week, I don't see any way the Cardinals can consistently stop the Seahawks unless they turn the ball over. I think the Cardinals will score a good bit too. I just like Seahawks to win this game. I think they're on fire this year so far. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, next game is Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs favored by nine and a half. Um, Broncos are looking like they're going to be without Melvin Gordon again. Um, so I, I think I actually like the Chiefs to cover this nine and a half, which is a lot. And normally I wouldn't have them covering, especially in a division game. But if they don't have 
uh, Melvin Gordon. I, I like Chiefs to cover it. Yeah, I like Chiefs to win. Nine and a half is a lot, but I think the Broncos to cover, but I think the Chiefs will win. I don't think it might ever be in doubt. It might be a seven-point game, a ten-point game. I wouldn't be surprised. I just Broncos' defense is pretty solid. I think they can maybe keep them in check more than some other teams have. I think the Chiefs will have their way and win, but I like I like the Broncos maybe score late, something kick a field goal to get it to seven at the end and keep it within ten. Okay. Uh, next up, we got the Jaguars at Chargers. Chargers are favored by eight and a half, which is, I think I think that's an awful lot of points. Uh, given the Chargers' record, you know they've had some close games and stuff, but uh, I think Chargers will find a way to win, but I don't think they'll win by eight. Yeah, I like Chargers too. I think Herbert's playing well. I think I mean their defense is struggling. Herbert's playing well. They got some good weapons on offense. Uh, I know Eckler's still out, but you've got Josh Kelly, you've got Justin Jackson, some young backs that can make some plays. Herbert moving the ball. I think the Jags are just too inconsistent for me. Although I think this will be a more competitive game because I don't know if the Chargers can run away and hide from anybody, as shown from their losses at Tampa Bay and at the Saints when they were up 17 in both. I think that the um, Chargers win, but I think Jags cover the eight. I think it's a one possession game. Okay. Uh, next game is 49ers at Patriots. Patriots are favored by three. Um, I like the Patriots at home. They've got Cam Newton back. Uh, 49ers are kind of streaky so far this year. They looked real good at the start of the year, then had a bad couple stretch games. Then they looked good this past week. So I think it'll be a close game, but I think Patriots will win at home. They don't really lose often at home. Yeah, I like Patriots, too. I think the 49ers are maybe just a little too inconsistent right now. Like we said, the two losses at home and then beat the Rams and then now going all the way across country when the Patriots just lost at home. I think it's a competitive game. I think both teams are pretty good. I just like Patriots to bounce back and win, have, have a little bit better defense. All right, so next up we have uh, Bucks at Raiders. Bucks are favored by three. Uh, Raiders are coming off a of bye week. Bucks are coming off a big win against the Packers. Um, I like the Raiders at home. I think they've got a really good team. You know, they've played some really tough teams so far, had some good wins. Um, so I think they'll win and cover the three points. Again, another game where I wouldn't be surprised with the outcome either way. I just like the Bucks to win. I think they're the better team. I do think the Raiders are coming along and they're solid too. Again, a matchup of two pretty strong teams right now. I just think that the Bucks win at home. I mean, on the road at the Raiders. Um, I. I think it could be a field goal game, but I mean, it's tough to take the team to win and then not the three and a half. So I guess I'm going to take the Bucks to win and to cover the three and a half. Okay. And then the last game of the week is the Bears at Rams. Uh, Rams are favored by five and a half. Um, I think this is going to be a good competitive game, and I think the Rams might win just because they're at home, but I think the Bears will cover the five and a half. Again, Bears one of those teams that you don't really think are a good team because – you know, they don't have all these big-name guys or do a whole lot uh, on the highlight reels or anything like that, but they've won a lot of games this year, a lot of close games. Uh, so it really wouldn't surprise me if they found a way to win, but I, I just like the Rams at home. But I do think the Bears will cover. Yeah, I think this is a bounce-back game for Rams. I think they got kind of shell-shocked and overwhelmed with the 49ers playing that well. I like Rams to win this game, and I like them to cover too. I think they'll win the game by a touchdown. I think the Rams' defense is pretty solid. And I think the Bears' defense is really good, too. I just think that the Rams will score more points and, and be able to control the, call, the clock and the ball a little bit. I like Rams to win and cover. Okay. 
Um, so that's it for NFL Week 7. Uh, we can talk a little bit about baseball. Um, the Rays ended up defeating the Astros to go to the World Series, and the Dodgers ended up defeating the Braves to go to the World Series. Um, they played game one last night on Tuesday, and the Dodgers won. They were dominant. Kershaw came out there with his stuff, and you know he was able to get them the, the W, and they played really well. And, you know, Like we said, uh, whoever won the Braves and Dodgers series, that's who we thought was going to win. And I really don't see this series going more than five five games, to be honest with you. Um, Dodgers offense is electric. They've got a really good uh, bullpen and starting pitching staff. Uh, so I like them to win in five. At most, I see it going six, but I don't see there any way of it going seven games. Yeah, I think the Dodgers are the better team, just like I thought the Braves were the better team than that Rays, too. I mean – Dodgers last night dominated. I mean, you had the Rays throwing one of their top two guys in glass now. And uh, he, he was able to survive a little bit until about the fourth inning. I think Bollinger got it started with a two-run homer. And then the floodgates kind of just opened with the Dodgers scoring eight runs. Kershaw had a great outing. And I'm glad to see that, even though I don't really like the Dodgers. I think Kershaw's a good guy. And I'm Hang on. kind of tired of people saying. You were cutting in and out, so we'll start that over. I'm going to start at 18 and a half. Okay. All right, so we had uh, postseason baseball. Uh, Tampa ended up, ended up beating the Astros to go to the World Series, and Dodgers ended up beating the Braves to go to the World Series. They played game one last night. Uh, Dodgers were dominant. Kershaw was dominant. He had his stuff. Uh, they won, I think, eight to three. And uh, this was kind of one of those games that, you know, the Dodgers kind of showed who they were. And we said from the get-go, whoever won the Braves-Dodgers series, that's who we thought was going to win the World Series. Um, you know, I, I think Dodgers will get it done in five games, maybe six at most, but I don't think there's any way it's going to go seven. Yeah, I agree. Like we talked about, and like you said, I think the Braves and the Dodgers both are the better team than the Rays. It's just a shame that that couldn't have been our World Series because it was a really great series. Went to seven games. Um, last night, you had the Rays throwing with their top guys with Glass now, uh, sitting 98, 99, 100 on his fastball all night with his off speed. He was able to get through the Dodgers lineup about once and a half, once and a half times, but then uh, Bellinger broke it open with a two-run homer in the fourth, and then the floodgates kind of opened. Um, Kershaw had a great outing. I'm happy to see that, even though I don't really like the Dodgers. It's good to see a guy like that, a good dude, um, maybe overcome some of that narrative that he can't pitch well in the postseason because that was a dominant outing last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just – I could be wrong. I mean, I was wrong about the Braves-Dodgers, but I just think that there's going to be more more to come of that. I think the Rays will probably win a game, maybe two, but I just think the Dodgers are going to outlast them. they got the better lineup top to bottom. they got the better starting pitching staff. they got the better bullpen. I just think they're the better team all around, and um, I expect the Dodgers to win the World Series and pretty easily. I think, like I said, I think the Rays will steal a game or two. I think they're a solid club. I just don't think they're as good as the Braves or Dodgers, and it's easy to say that about Braves because they don't have to play them, but I just think that in a seven-game series, either of those teams would outlast them, and I just expect the Dodgers to win this series. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I would definitely like to see Tampa win if they could find a way to you know, win game two and you know, get something going, I, I would really like for them to win, especially because uh, I don't like the Dodgers at all. I like Kershaw and I like Mookie Betts, but the rest of them I don't really care for at all. 
um, their whole lineup top to bottom. I like their manager too, but um, I would really like to see them win. I think they have the lowest uh, salary cap in all of baseball. I think their their total team cost is like thirty nine million, and I think Kershaw and Betts make more than that themselves. So that would just be really cool to see. Uh, it's kind of any of you seen the movie Moneyball with uh, Brad Pitt. And it's based on a true story with the Oakland A's. Uh, they kind of came up with a philosophy to get all these lower paid guys to get on base and do the fundamental things to, you know, score runs and win games. And uh, when that happened, they kind of took it all over in baseball. You know, they still pay all these, uh, these big name guys like they need to, but it's just a cool philosophy to see. And I think if Tampa is able to do it, just kind of prove that one to, to be true and to be worthy. Yeah, I mean, for them to make this a series, I think they really have to win tonight. They have their other top guy going in Blake Snell. The Dodgers are trying to steal a game with that uh, Glissnell guy that the Braves roughed up pretty good a couple times. Um, mm-hmm. I think they, they're they trying to get the Bueller. I don't know. If they if they win tonight, I doubt Bueller will go until maybe game four just because of rest and that kind of thing. But I think the Rays yeah. really need to win this one to have a chance because if they lose this one, then you're going to have Glass now and Snell burn for probably until at least game six. And I just – I have a hard time believing that they're, the rest of their pitching staff is going to be up to task to take on the, the Dodgers lineup. So, we'll see. I mean, you know, anything can happen. Teams can get hot. But I just think Dodgers are the better team, and that's going to show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but, yeah, uh, so we've got that wrapping up, postseason baseball, World Series. Uh, we've got uh, NFL in week seven, almost halfway through the year. Um, then we've got some – college football this weekend big tens coming back so we got some a lot of games to discuss on our next episode uh but other than that you got anything else no i think i'm good all right well that's it for this time tune in next time